here we go. <clears throat> In three, two, welcome back to another episode of Unnecessary Commentary with Ryan, Bryce, and Paddington. And your special guest host this week, DJ Dolphin in the house. Oh, yeah. Well, Bryce, uh, good to be back with you um, for a special 7.30 a.m. recording of the podcast. I'm a little busy this afternoon, so... Um, we work hard to bring this content to you. We really, we really do. And uh, Dolphin was just here at the office this morning, so we thought, why not put him on the podcast? Yeah, what a coincidence. Thank you guys for having me. You know, I love football so much. Um, it means a lot to me. I don't watch it. I don't really care about it. But yeah, I'm here. So happy to have you. Well, let's move into our pick six for the week, and we're going to go with best animals. My vote was uh, picking the best tech CEOs, but Bryce and Dolphin shot that one down, so <laughs> we're going to go with animals instead. It would not have gone well. <laughs> Reminder, so we'll each pick two animals, and we'll go in a snake draft format. So, um, Nick, it's your turn to go first. All right. Obviously, I have to go with the most elite animal first. And it's the peregrine falcon. Peregrine falcons, I don't know if you know this, can reach up to 220 miles per hour when in a vertical dive. Um, that's pretty dang fast. And they're cool. They wear those cool little hats when people are training them and stuff. So they've got mad swag. <laughs> I know a lot about animals. That's mine. Peregrine falcon. I'll be honest. Uh, that was not on my radar. <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking at an article right now. 17 of the most <laughs> bizarre animals on Earth. And one option... Is the penis snake? I'm gonna take <laughs> the penis snake. I'm not joking. So that's the direction we're going with this. Oh, it's that type of snake draft. Okay. <laughs> I see what you did there. Well, mine aren't gonna be nearly as fun, but I think my first pick is going to be a panda bear because it's my favorite animal and they're awesome. And I don't have any um, fun background to panda bears like you two had. That's a pretty beta answer, Bryce. <laughs> I'm going to go with the black and white combo again and go orca whale because they are the most dominant of the ocean. I saw a video last week of a pack of orcas whales hunting great white sharks, and it wasn't even close. Wow. That's sick. Who won? The sharks or the whales? The orcas. Oh, the nice. The orcas, dude. Fierce creatures. Well, that puts me back on the clock. I'm going to have to go with dog. <laughs> dog. <laughs> Wait. Is it supposed to be like a specific type of just, animal or you can just say that? You can say whatever you want. Oh, There's no fair. rules on this podcast, so I'm okay. just going with, with basic dog. Oh, I like that. Pick your, pick your breed. Pick your gender. Pick your breed. All right. Well, if there's no rules, then I'm going to pick your mom because she's an absolute animal. <laughs> oh, I knew it was going to be a good idea to have you <laughs> on just this kidding. podcast. I'm just kidding. I rescind that. Yeah, we're going to cut that. Um, for my second pick... I'm going to go with another elite animal. I'm going to go with the snow leopard. Now, I don't know if you guys knew this. It's a rare animal. But a snow leopard can jump up to 50 feet horizontally when going full tilt. And I thought that was pretty sick. Also, as a child, I thought it was 50 feet like vertically. So I thought it was like the most insane animal ever and found out that was not true. So mm. That might set the NFL combine record for broad jump. Yeah, 50 feet's a long ways. The only thing I know about Snow Leopard is it used to be uh, the name of a Mac operating system. <laughs> yeah, it did. So, good choice. Good choice. Maybe next week we can do the best Mac operating system. Okay, in Ryan. Ryan seems to have a singular mindset, and it's a t and it's Tim Cook. 
He's cooking. Okay, so to recap, Nick, your picks are... Um, Peregrine Falcon and Snow Leopard. My picks are the Penis Snake and Dog. And I got the Panda and Orca. Well, One of these things is not like the other. Definitely uh, vote in the chat which one you think. We should really post last week's. I don't think we posted last week's either. We got a lot of uh, posting to do. <laughs> We're really behind on this. We're really in the weeds now. Well, moving on to our weekly recap um, where we talk about last week's matchups. Uh, Dolphin doesn't play fantasy football, and he's not in the league, so he's just going to provide color commentary whenever necessary. But for the first matchup of last week, we had Solomon versus Trevor with 117 points for Solomon and 104 for Trevor. And I think this was the only match that was relatively close heading into Monday Night Football. But Solomon had a huge win as he moves into the last coveted projected playoff spot. He's now sixth in the league. And the running back position was what really mattered, where Ramondre and Saquon combined for 40 points. And Trevor only had Chase Edmonds and Burkhead get less than five points combined. So Trevor's going to need some running backs if he's going to have a chance to win this league. So... Trevor, maybe accept some of my trades. That's good for you. <laughs> also, have you guys talked on this podcast yet about the last trade you had with Trevor? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is that one that sent him into this trajectory? I think so, yeah. <laughs> I I did trade him, uh, just a reminder, I traded him Javante Williams. He tore his ACL the week after. So It was a, it was a series of unfortunate events. It truly was. Some studs in this matchup. Mahomes. 38 points, Ramondre, 20 points. And Trevor's wide receivers, Mike Williams and Stefan Diggs, both got 24 points. Great week. And some duds, Darren Waller and Najee for Solomon and Chase Edmonds for Trevor. All right, next mass matchup, we had Caleb against Sydney. They were both coming off of huge win streaks. Caleb was at three, Sydney was at two. And Sydney really ran away with this one with a 35-point win, and it... Really wasn't that close the whole time. And Caleb had one stud and McCaffrey with 23, and he also had three duds with Penny, unfortunately, having a season-ending injury, so maybe a low blow to put him in the duds for the week. But Amon Ra and Adam Thielen uh, couldn't get it going this week. Uh, Sydney had two studs. Eckler with a huge week again, and with another week with three touchdowns. And DK Metcalf, um, who has the MVP front-runner quarterback thrown to him. And she had one dud in Devin Singletary. So big bounce back or big win for Sydney to go up three win streak now and knock Caleb down to three and two. Uh, Sydney's on the rise. Yeah, Sydney's good at picking studs. I mean, look at Logan. That's, a, that's a beefcake of a man. He's that's gorgeous. Nice. Nick, who do you think won last week, Bryce or Emma? Oof. Um, you know, I got to side with my boy Bryce. I think that his superior knowledge of football probably led him to the victory this time. You clearly don't have fantasy football. We, we've determined that the more you know about football, the worse you are at fantasy football. Emma, Emma wins 164 points to Bryce's 102. Oh, my gosh. Tough week. So Trouble in Paradise <laughs> round three trouble goes to the ladies again. <laughs> and so far this year, the girls are 3-0 against their husbands. Wow. Eden beat me. Sydney beat Logan. And now Emma beats Bryce. So unless anyone else gets married, the girls are undefeated this the year. girls are undefeated. And Emma remains top dog in the league. No way. Undefeated. 5-0. Oh. Woo! You know, I, I interviewed her last night about uh, 
going forward, how she felt about the season. She's not worried about anybody. And she said that she's going to win this league without making any trades. So I think that means don't bother trying to get anyone from her team because she ain't moving them. You know, I was skeptical of Emma at the beginning of the year, and I still am. I don't think she wins the championship. Sorry, Emma. Some studs this week. Josh Allen and Kels really carried Emma's team, scoring a combined 76 points. And Tyler Lockett, catching from the MVP Gino, 27 points this week. Bryce had Damian Pierce and Marquise Brown, the two guys that traded to him, go off for a combined 40 points, 20 apiece. But there were some duds this week. Emma's running backs finally came back down to earth, CEH and James Robinson, with 6.5 and 5.9 points respectively. But luckily for Emma, Bryce had a lot of duds too, with J.K. Dobbins with four points, A.J. Brown with six points, Christian Kirk with two points, and T.J. Hawkinson also with two points. You know, my two studs combine for less points than our quarterback. Yeah, that's pretty tough. Josh Allen seemed to be a pretty solid pick. I, was, I wasn't picking him anywhere this year, but I, I said in the chat last week that next year I'm just going to draft a QB early because I don't like rolling with Kirk Cousins every single week. And Josh Allen did all that in the first half. So he really could have had 80 points this weekend. Okay, moving on, Logan versus Ryan. Very close matchup. Very exciting to watch. It was a four-point win for Ryan. Let's go. Uh, Logan had three studs with Nick Chubb and Amari Cooper combining for 45. And the Cowboys defense with 24. And Ryan had three studs with Hayden Hurst, Cooper Cup, and the Niners defense. Really battle of the defense between you two this week. And there were multiple duds. We got Ryan with Jared, Jared Goofball, Brandon Cooks, and James Conner. And Logan had Pat Fryermuth, Mark Ingram, and Noah Brown combining for less than 10 points. Also, is is Jared Goofball Jared Goff? Mm-hmm. Okay, I was curious for a second. I was like, there's no way. There's he some was, fantastic last names, but Goofball, not heard that one. He was the number one quarterback going into the week and finished with 5.8 points this week. Dang. Tough stuff. All right, moving on. Who do you think won, Kyle Rizzo or Eden? Nick? Kyle Rizzo or Eden? Eden definitely smacked Kyle Rizzo. I'm just calling it right now. Even though his merch is superior to Eden and Earth, shout out Eden and Earth, um, I do think that she has a superior chance of winning at football for whatever reason. Also, Ruzco and Eden and Earth are not sponsors of the podcast. What's that all about? Yeah, what the heck? <laughs> I think both are uh, starting to go out of business, so... <laughs> Well, Maybe. can we at least get Yushko to drop some money on this or something? Yeah, Trevor, bring Yushko back. I wear that shirt all the time. It's pretty good <laughs> merch. Um, you were wrong. Kyle scored 160 versus Eden's 98 points. So. Oh, my gosh. Tough week for Eden. Kyle moves to 4-1, and one, and he's on a four-game winning streak. He hasn't lost since week one, and Eden falls to 2-3. and three. But to be fair, Eden is waiting for the D's to come back <laughs> and that is DeAndre Swift and DeAndre Hopkins. I like to call them the D's. You could have said, said the, the DeAndre is that also would work too. Yeah, but D's is more funny. Do Ron uh, and Jen know that you're so focused on the phallic on this show or no? I don't know if they're listening, but let's not share it with them. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Emma's parents do listen though, weekly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she's got some injury issues. So I think her team could make a, a late surge this year. But studs, all the guys that Kyle traded for, Leonard Fournette, 36 points, and Derrick Henry, 27 points. And Eden had Alvin Kamara come back for 23 points and Dallas Goddard for 17 points. Also, Justin Jefferson and Mark Andrews did incredibly well for Kyle, as expected. Some duds, 
Trevor Lawrence, only 10 points. That's still the position Kyle's got the biggest problem at is QB. But Eden had some uh, issues with A.J. Dillon, Jalen Waddell, and T. Higgins, only combining for eight points total. <laughs> and it looks like so far I'm on the winning end of the Romeo Dobbs for George Pickens trade. Romeo Dobbs only six points this week, and Pickens got, like, I think 11. So I'm winning that one too. Yeah, I may be on the losing end of that Derrick Henry C.D. Lamb trade. I think you might be right. Oh, well, you live and learn. All right, moving on. We have Matt versus Mason, the battle of 0-4 versus 1-3. Mason coming off a massive win, being the number one team of the week last week. And he finished with 109 points this week to Matt's 168 points. Matt being the number one team of the week, getting his first win. Massive bounce back week for Matt, having five studs, Josh Jacobs, Dalvin Cook, Devonta Smith, Gabe Davis, Brees Hall. Uh, Mason had two studs, Devontae, Devontae Adams and Raheem Mostert. And there were three duds only in this matchup with Mason having two of them, Gerald Everett and Jamal Williams, and Matt's defense, the Chargers, having negative one. You know, Josh Jacobs um, is really starting to carry Matt's team here to victory. And I like to see that. Yeah, sorry, Bryce. I uh, I made fun of you week one for saying Josh Jacobs wouldn't be a top five running back, but he is top four, so I was wrong. Yep. Okay. Going into week six, he's the number four running back, so I can see the future. Nick, I had to ask you, what's your what's your favorite football team? Do you have a favorite football team? My favorite football team is the um, the Mud Dogs. The Mud Dogs. <laughs> Where are they located? <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere deep, deep, deep in the south. Um, I don't, I don't remember uh, the location, but I know that Adam Sandler played for them, and he was pretty fantastic. Oh, uh, is that from from Waterboy? <laughs> yeah, it's from Waterboy. I mean, there are multiple Adam Sandler football movies. Like the Longest Yard. <laughs> okay, yeah, that is that his one prison thing. team from The Longest Yard? Pick six next week. Best Adam Sandler roles. Pick six. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Bedtime stories. But yeah, the Mud Dogs, you know, they they were down pretty bad. And then he came in and just changed the culture completely with his ferocious offense and defense. That is true. That is true. The movie uh, didn't really age too well, I don't think, but it is very fun to watch. Would not give it a high rewatchability score. Yikes. Y'all hate foosball. No, I like I like um, both those movies. So, Okay, surprises of the week. Matt with a huge week. I think that surprised all of us except for Paddington, who did pick him. Let's go, Patty. And I do believe Matt broke the curse of Patty's picks to give Paddington a two-win week this week, breaking the curse of one every week. Uh, and Caleb's team, that surprised to you, Ryan? That was. Uh, so Caleb's team fell flat. He was the lowest scoring with only 94 points. And he had a huge week last week. So Caleb's team is pretty volatile, it seems like. So, yeah, I was surprised by that. I think he was lowest scoring in week one and then highest scoring in week two. And I was lowest scoring again. It seems kind of all over the place. He's um, getting tossed around like a beach ball at a Nickelback concert. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they have those anymore. He's like the stock market. He's up and then he's down. That's another pick six. Best Nickelback songs. Best Nickelback songs. Let's do it. Can we name six off the top of our heads right now? We got Photograph, mm-hmm. How You Remind Me, mm-hmm. Burn It Down. Are you just saving Rockstar for your last pick? Rockstar. Easy six? 
Rockstar. Oh man, I'm running out of that's four out of steam here. I don't know Nickelback at all. <laughs> They're really good. They're kind of this underground band that okay, I yeah, recently right. discovered. <laughs> uh, moving on to uh, injuries, trades, signing, and rumors. And funny enough, this is only injuries we're talking about. The first one, T. Higgins, ankle injury, day-to-day. He should be back this week, but we'll see how he's practicing this week. Uh, Chris Olave got concussed. I mean, he passed concussion protocol, I believe, but he didn't come back to the game. But he, with the new concussion rules, he might not play this week, um, which is a bummer for Emma's team. Uh, and James Conner is dealing with a rib injury. Don't get the injection. Don't do it. Um, he's questionable for this week, but we'll kind of see how if he ends up practicing. Um, Damian Harris has a hamstring injury. He's week to week. Um, not much information has come out about that. And then the big one, Rashad Penny, out for season, broken fibula and high ankle sprain, just to add insult to injury. Who's Pun intended. Owner? Literally, yeah. Who's the Kenneth Walker owner? I do believe that is Caleb. Caleb. Who had Penny also. Good choice. Oh, that's he, smart. He got the handcuff. Smart. Or the leg cuff, we should say. Or the leg cuff. You got anything to add to that? No, I'm not going to lie. I was just zoned out during that whole segment because I <laughs> don't know any of those people. People love the news and notes segment. I they do. They get a lot out of it. <laughs> All right. Moving on to waiver wire. Bye week starting this week, so that makes it interesting for waiver wires. Um, there were three big ones that, had, uh, that were free agents that had big weeks. You know, Taysom Hill, most frustrating player in fantasy football, had four touchdowns this weekend. 36 points. Bellamy Brown with 25 points. He had two receptions for two touchdowns and over 100 yards. And then Jimmy G, starting quarterback for the Niners, had 22. I would advise not picking up Bellamy Brown just because two receptions is not sticky for the future. You know what else isn't sticky? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh so you were just God. trying to just send an alley-oop to Nick there. I was hoping you'd, you'd take that, but <laughs> you know what else is sticky? Oh, no. All right. Free agents are going to have an increased role due to injuries. Um, Eno Benjamin, if James Conner's out this week, Eno Benjamin's a good pickup. And then DJ Dallas, the, the new number two running back for the Seahawks now that Rashad Penny's done for season. DJ Dallas um, hasn't been great in the past, probably won't be great in the future, but you could add him to your team if you're hurting a running back like everyone is except for Kyle. Moving on to the weekly matchups. Uh, prediction records. You know, our guests, Logan and Trevor, are still at 4-2. and two. They haven't been back, so that record's not changing. Um, I defeated Ryan this week for the first time. I went 4-2, and two, and he went 3-3, three and three, which moves our record to 15-12 and 12 for me and 16-11 and 11 for Ryan. We're Let's only go. like one game apart from each other. And Paddington changed his fortune, went 2-4, and four, broke the 1-5 and five curse, so he is 5-19 and 19 on the year now. I'm excited for you to make your predictions, Nick, because you know you don't really know much about this league. So yeah, it'll be pretty unbiased. It will be. But the nice thing is we do predictions after, you know, I spread some crazy good knowledge about these matchups. So you'll at least have an informed decision. So unlike Paddington, who doesn't speak English yet. Who's more reliable, tarot cards or Paddy? I think tarot cards. I think honestly. tarot cards is a good bet there. I always thought it was tarot cards, but I think you're right. I just learned recently. Well, I don't know if I learned recently, but I heard someone say tarot, and I was like, it's oh, I was definitely saying tarot, like carrot. Yeah, the T is silent at the end. Carrot cards. What's up with those carrot cards, huh? <laughs> it's good having a guest. I think Bryce and I are a little boring when it's just just me and him. So you know, my monotone personality tends to <laughs> transfer over on the microphone quite well. <laughs> All right, first matchup of the week. Logan at one and four versus Kyle 
Four and one. Logan's bad luck continues this season as he has the third highest amount of points, but has only secured one win, putting him in 10th place. And things don't get any easier as he matches up with the hottest team in fantasy football, Kyle. I think Emma would debate you on that. I think Kyle's pretty darn hot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Luckily for Logan, none of his players are on by, but Kyle loses Derrick Henry this week. Logan's been relying on Gibson's workload to carry him, but... Brian Robinson, who was shot in the leg, comes back, and he's coming back with a vengeance. So Logan really needs Jonathan Taylor to come back if he has any hope of beating Kyle. And I think Kyle's team just has too many stars, so it's going to be tough to upset him. So I'm sticking with Kyle, and I'm going to ride with Kyle all season long. Yeah, I'm going to pick Kyle also. Um, Until he faces Emma towards the end of the year, I can't see myself going against Kyle's team. You know, I gave him a couple of the powerhouses on his team. And I just don't think he's going to be losing anytime soon. There might be some collusion going on between between Bryce and Kyle. Yeah, I think it's a little interesting since you're sleeping with his sister, but, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Anyways, I think that I'm going to go with the unpopular opinion, also because I got nothing to lose. Um, you know, they always say the Mertz hurts. So I believe that Logan's big body tactics and... High IQ are going to carry him through this week, even if uh, his team completely fails. I think he's still going to keep his head up and find a way to squeeze into those playoffs like he squeezes into his pants. Let's go. All right. Next matchup is Eden at two and three versus Trevor at two and three. Uh, Trevor's favored to win this matchup. However, due to bye weeks hitting this week, he'll be forced to play Chase Edmonds, who touched the ball one time last week. Kyler should score 100 points against Seattle this week. And if Higgins um, plays, he'll be a lock to surpass his projection of like 13 or 14 points. So that's going to be really good for Eden. And so due to bye weeks and injuries, I think that Eden's going to come away with this win. But it will be a close matchup. Yeah, I'm going to ride with Eden too. She saw me filling these notes out last night and I started typing Trev, but I decided (laughs) to change it for no real reason. So I'm I'm glad you added yourself. Let's go, Eden. Um, I mean, I work with Trevor. We're, we're, we're getting closer and closer. But I have to say, I think that Eden has some sort of luck about her. She's got some, some sort of hidden knowledge. It's, it's a woman's intuition. I'll just say it. And I think that she's going to come away with a big fat W. Next matchup, Matt 1-4 versus Solomon 3-2. and two. And... Matt loses his new star, Josh Jacobs, to buy this week. So a pretty tough team is getting even tougher. And Solomon's team has had a little trouble with injuries and players like DJ Moore and Najee underperforming for the year, but he's been carried by his MVPs, Mahomes and Saquon. So I think that Solomon's going to be able to pull this one out this week. So let's go, Solomon. Yeah, I think Solomon's going to win also. I think Matt's win this past week and being the number one team um, isn't going to remain with um, losing Josh Jacobs for the week. But you never know. He could be here to stay as a winner. I have nothing interesting to add, but I know that Patrick Mahomes and Saquon Barkley are pretty good. So Team Solomon. Good choice. All right. Ryan at 3-2 and two against Mason at 1-4. and four. Ryan's coming off a close win, and Mason's coming off a devastating loss to Matt. Um, Mason's losing Adams this week and doesn't have a solid backup wide receiver to play besides maybe Deontay Johnson, but that's iffy. And then Adams might also be suspended because he shoved a cameraman after the game. 
and Ryan's team is poised to be the best team of the week based on projections. So that would be tough to beat. Um, I'm going to have to go right with Ryan on this one. I'm also picking myself, staying consistent. Not shocked. Let's go. You know, Mason. Mason's a nice guy, but I think that Ryan Ryan's definitely got an edge on him. Ryan's a little ruthless. Ryan will do whatever it takes to win. He's also kind of the master of finesse. So even if he wasn't poised to win, he'd probably find some sneaky little backdoor trade to get him a little edge at the last second. So it's Ryan. Oh, I've got some trades coming this week. Just you wait. Yeah, people's phones are going to be absolutely dinging. If you bother people enough, they'll, okay. they'll finally accept a trade so you'll stop sending them offers. I think I heard uh, I heard um, Trevor reading one of Ryan's messages out loud. It said something like, I know where you sleep. Um, and I didn't hear the rest of it, but Trevor was happy to trade. It is true. I actually don't know where Trevor sleeps, to be honest, but <laughs> I bet I can find out. <laughs> Moving on. Emma versus Sydney. It's a great matchup. Emma's team has been carried by Kelson Allen so far, along with great early season performances by her running backs. But last week, like I said earlier, Clyde Edwards-Alaire and James Robinson came back to earth. So we'll see if if those guys are able to keep her going throughout the whole season. And Cindy's team is really trending up as she goes on a three-game win streak. And Eckler is finally doing what she drafted him to do. And DK is picking up steam. But I think Josh Allen cooks this week against Casey, so I got to go with Emma just because of that. I mean, you know I'm going Emma. She's 5-0. and I think that's sustainable with the team built the way it is. So, yeah, I'm going to have to go with Emma. Hmm. Maybe, maybe I'm just a contrarian, or maybe I just love the underdog story. But I think that, I think that Sydney, you know, she has the power of the Holy Spirit. I mean, so does Emma. Uh, shoot, it might be a toss-up. I'm just going to say uh, uh, Sydney. Sydney, because I, I want her to upset. You just flipped the coin there. <laughs> That's great. Uh, nothing I'm saying is based in logic, so just take that with a grain of salt. All right, moving on to the final matchup. Me at 2-3 and three versus Caleb at 3-2. and two. Uh, Caleb and I are both coming off of embarrassing losses. Uh, unfortunately, Caleb lost a uh, penny for this season, but luckily he has Ken Walker sitting on his bench and he looks ready to roll. And maybe he'll learn this week and play Gino over Stafford, who's been playing awful, and Gino's the MVP front runner right now. Um, but I'm losing my RB1 this week to buy, and we'll be rolling out Brian Robinson instead of Michael Carter. So I'll probably have another poor showing for my running back choices this week. But, you know, I think Brian Robinson can overcome being shot in the leg four times before the season started and can really just take over the week. As a rookie, um, I'm hoping for a bounce back week with from Dobbins and Kirk to carry me to victory, but it's going to be a close one. But you know, I got to pick myself. You no, know, just like I always pick myself, I like to always pick against Bryce. So I'm going with Caleb. Is Brutal. It, is there any decision behind that? I just want to hear your logic before I go in. I mean, Caleb's team has a better record. They're pretty hit or miss, but I just don't trust Bryce's running back. So I'm I'm going with Caleb. Oof. You see, Caleb's team is high ceiling, low floor, whereas my team is only low floor. You know, that is one way to put it. My ceiling is the floor. <laughs> like Bryce's basement is what we call it. <laughs> Bryce's basement. Well, this puts me in an interesting position. You know, I, my team has a lot of heart, though. A lot of heart? Yeah. You know what? I respect it. I think that 
this is based on nothing, but I really just hope that Bryce wins just so that he doesn't give up fantasy football completely and in doing so possibly abandon this podcast because I think that it's a really good thing. I could be 0 and 5 right now and still be the most hyped person on this podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hype is definitely the word I would use to describe Bryce on this podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, moving on to everybody's fav- favorite segment, Patty's Picks. He br- he broke the curse. Let's see if he can go undefeated this week. All right, first matchup, Logan versus Kyle. Logan's on the left, Kyle's on the right. All right, here goes Ryan. He's holding out each of the picks. Which one's Patty going to go for? Oh, he goes right. He, goes he picks for- Kyle. Who'd have seen that coming? Patty's pretty smart. Four and one. That's a good record to go for. All right. Eden on the left. Trevor on the right. Uh Oh, he's looking back and forth, which goes right. He's going Trevor to the right again. Maybe he just only has one direction. He knows how to go. That that can't be it. All right. Matt versus Solomon. Matt's on the left. Solomon's on the right. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? If he goes right again, I'm going to lose my mind. Ryan Ryan dropped him, and he has no idea that they're on the ground in front of his face. He smells it. He goes right again. Solomon, maybe getting a win, probably getting a loss. This is pretty brutal. All right. Ryan's on the left. Mason's on the right. What's going to happen? Oh, dropped it again. He's confused. He's definitely going to go right. I'm calling it. No one's ever called him a genius. Oh. Oh, he went left for Ryan, maybe because he was favored a little bit. Now, for those of you saying Paddington's just a dog, he can't actually understand or comprehend picking things. You're right. All right. Emma's on the left. Sydney's on the right. He goes right. Wait a minute. Going Sydney. Oh, boy. Hey, that's Team Sid. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Last matchup. Bryce versus Caleb. I'm on the left. Caleb's on the right. He goes right. He's picking Caleb. Devastating. Absolutely devastating. I don't know what to make of those predictions. Yeah, I feel like he's going to get like three and three or something. I don't know. I felt pretty split. Hmm. Yeah, even though it seems like Patty wants to always make the right choice, I don't think he's making the right choice, if that makes any sense. I get that. Well, thanks for joining us this week, Dolphin. Appreciate your awesome football insight. It was fun having you. Yeah, thank you. Anytime, Thanks for letting me guys. invade the office at seven thirty in the morning. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. Well, Bryce, you you better get to work. So I'm gonna be late. He's gonna be late. That's my fault. But thanks for listening, everyone, and uh, follow us on Twitter, Patreon, Insta, Discord, Carts, Instacart, um, Apartment.com, Zillow, Redfin. <laughs> Anyways, bye. <laughs>